The Merchant of Venice by William Shakespeare Act One, Scene One The Place, A Street in Venice Enter Antonio, Solarano, and Solanio Antonio speaks In sooth I know not why I am so sad It wearies me, you say it wearies you But how I caught it, found it, or came by it What stuffed is made of Whereof it is born, I am to learn. And such a want which sadness makes of me that I have much ado to know myself. Salerno responds, Your mind is tossing on the ocean, there where your argosies with portly sail like signors and rich burghers on the flood, or, as it were, the pageants of the sea, do overpeer the petty traffickers that curtsy to them, do them reverence, as they fly by them with their woven wings. Salanio speaks, Believe me, sir, had I such venture forth, the better part of my affections would be with my hopes abroad. I should be still plucking the grass to know where sits the wind, peering in maps for ports and piers and roads, and every object that might make me fear misfortunes to my ventures out of doubt would make me sad. My wind cooling my broth would blow me to an egg when I thought what harm a wind too great at sea might do. I should not see the sandy hourglass run, but I should think of shallows and of flats, and see my wealthy Andrew docked in sand, veiling her high top lower than her ribs to kiss her burial. Should I go to church and see the holy edifice of stone, and not bethink me straight of dangerous rocks, which, touching but my gentle vessel's side, would scatter all her spices on the stream, and robe the roaring waters with my silks, and, in a word, but even now worth this, and now worth nothing?' Shall I have the thought to think on this, and shall I lack the thought that such a thing be chanced would make me sad? But tell not me, I know Antonio is sad to think upon his merchandise. Believe me, no, I thank my fortune for it. My ventures are not in one bottom trusted, nor to one place, nor is my whole estate upon the fortune of this present year. Therefore my merchandise makes me not sad. Why, then, you are in love— "'Fie, fie! Not in love it neither? Let us say you are sad because you are not merry, and twere as easy for you to laugh and leap and say you are merry because you are not sad. Now, by two-headed Janus, nature hath framed strange fellows in her time, some that will evermore peep through their eyes and laugh like parrots at a bagpiper, and other of such vinegar aspect that they'll not show their teeth in way of smile, though Nestor swear the jest be laughable.' Enter. Bassanio, Lorenzo, and Graciano. Here comes Bassanio, your most noble kinsman, Graciano and Lorenzo. Fare ye well. We leave you now with better company. I would have stayed till I had made you marry if worthier friends had not prevented me. Your worth is very dear in my regard. I take it your own business calls on you, and you embrace the occasion to depart. Good morrow, my good lords. "'Good signors both, when shall we laugh? Say, when. "'You grow exceeding strange, must it be so? "'We'll make our leisures to attend on yours.' "'Salerno and Salanio exit. "'Lorenzo speaks. "'My lord Bassanio, since you have found Antonio, "'we too will leave you, but at dinner-time I pray you "'have in mind where we must meet.' "'I will not fail you. "'You look not well, signor Antonio.' You have too much respect upon the world. They lose it that do buy it with much care. Believe me, you are marvelously changed. 
I hold the world but as the world, Graciano, a stage where every man must play a part, and mine a sad one. Let me play the fool. With mirth and laughter let old wrinkles come, and let my liver rather heat with wine than my heart cool with mortifying groans. Why should a man whose blood is warm within sit like his grandsire cut in alabaster, sleep when he wakes and creep into the jaundice by being peevish? I tell thee what, Antonio, I love thee, and it is my love that speaks. There are a sort of men whose visages do cream and mantle like a standing pond, and do a willful stillness entertain with purpose to be dressed in an opinion of wisdom, gravity, profound conceit, as who would say, I am Sir Oracle, and when I ope my lips let no dog bark. Oh, my Antonio, I do know of these that therefore only are reputed wise for saying nothing, when I am very sure if they should speak would almost damn those ears which, hearing them, would call their brothers fools. I'll tell thee more of this another time, but fish not with this melancholy bait, for this fool gudgeon this opinion. <laughs> Come, good Lorenzo, fare you well a while. I'll end my exhortation after dinner. Well... "'We will leave you then till dinner-time. "'I must be one of these same dumb wise men, "'for Graciano never lets me speak. "'Well, keep me company, but two years mo, "'thou shalt not know the sound of thine own tongue. "'Farewell. "'I'll grow a talker for this gear. "'Thanks, if faith, for silence is only commendable "'in a neat tongue dried and a maid not vendable. "'Graciano and Lorenzo exit.' Is that anything now? Graciano speaks an infinite deal of nothing more than any man in old Venice. His reasons are as two grains of wheat hid in two bushels of chaff. You shall seek all day ere you find them, and when you have them, they are not worth the search. Well, tell me now what lady is the same to whom you swore a secret pilgrimage that you today promised to tell me of. "'Tis not unknown to you, Antonio, how much I have disabled mine estate "'by something showing a more swelling port than my faint means would grant continuance. "'Nor do I now make moan to be abridged from such a noble rate, "'but my chief care is to come fairly off from the great debts "'wherein my time something too prodigal hath left me gauged. "'To you, Antonio, I owe the most, in money and in love, "'and from your love I have a warranty to unburden all my plots and purposes "'how to get clear of all the debts I owe. "'I pray you, good Bassanio, let me know it, "'and if it stand as you yourself still do, "'within the eye of honour be assured my purse, my person, "'my extremest means lie all unlocked to your occasions. "'In my school days, when I had lost one shaft, I shot his fellow of the self-same flight, the self-same way, with more advised watched, to find the other forth, and by adventuring both, I oft found both. I urge this childhood proof, because what follows is pure innocence. I owe you much, and, like a willful youth, that which I owe is lost. But if you please to shoot another arrow that self-way, which you did shoot the first, I do not doubt, as I will watch the aim, or to find both or bring your latter hazard back again, and thankfully rest debtor for the first. You know me well, and herein spend but time to wind about my love with circumstance, and out of doubt you do me now more wrong in making question of my uttermost than if you had made waste of all I have.' Then do but say to me what I should do, that in your knowledge may by me be done, and I am pressed unto it. Therefore, speak. 
in Belmont is a lady richly left, and she is fair, and fairer than that word of wondrous virtues. Sometimes from her eyes I did receive fair speechless messages. Her name is Portia, nothing undervalued to Cato's daughter, Brutus's Portia, nor is the wide world ignorant of her worth, for the four winds blow in from every coast renowned suitors, and her sunny locks hang on her temples like a golden fleece, which makes her seat of Belmont cultural strand. And many Jasons come in quest of her. Oh, my Antonio, had I but the means to hold a rival place with one of them, I have a mind presages me such thrift that I should questionless be fortunate. Thou knowest that all my fortunes are at sea. Neither have I money nor commodity to raise a present sum. Therefore go forth. Try what my credit can in Venice do. That shall be racked even to the uttermost to furnish thee to Belmont, to fair Portia. Go, presently inquire, and so will I, where money is, and I no question make, to have it of my trust or for my sake. They exit. The end of Act One, Scene One, of The Merchant of Venice, by William Shakespeare. Read by Rick Kistner for Lit to Go on the Web at fcit.usf.edu.